Chats from the Blog Cabin. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one one podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. You know, the show where I virtually invite people into the blog cabin and we chat about life. But today we're going to chat about crafting. And I'm so excited because we're <laughs> going to do a craft together. Or actually, Michelle is going to do a craft and we're going to follow along. But Michelle, welcome to the show. And before we oh, start you. talking about the craft, talk about who you are. First of all, she has the unofficial Unicorn Spit <laughs> Users Handbook, which is, look, guys, not only is it an amazing handbook, but look at the gorgeous pictures that we're taking. Oh, <laughs> thank you. So, Michelle, welcome to the show and tell us a little about yourself. Well, hello there. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It's a real honor to be here. I've watched some of your um, interviews you've done in the past, and I feel pretty honored to be part of your show. So thank you very much. <laughs> well, I'm Michelle. For those of you who um, might not know me, um, I'm, a, I'm a mom who... <laughs> who came up with a really incredible um, new art medium that never existed before. And I made it out of need and now it's being sold around the whole wide world. It's really an American dream. And I wrote a book about it because it is such a new type of art medium that really people were like, what is this stuff? So I ended up just writing a full tutorial on how to use it on some of the many, many surfaces that it can be used on. So that's what you have in your hand there is our book and or my book. And, and yeah, it is full of lots and lots of really beautiful pictures. The vibrant colors that you mm-hmm. get from Unicorn Spit are really embraced and captured in this book. And it wasn't hard to do. It seemed like it, every single picture was just so good it was hard to pick just one for the the main picture of them but oh man it's it was quite the journey to from where I started to where I am now I can imagine have you always been a crafty person or is that something that like you said you're a mom so then you just kind of fell into being a mom I did I kind of fell into being a mom for sure babies do that um but no my my mom um growing up we were always doing arts and crafts and things. She was a stay-at-home mom, and she also was my father's um, secretary for, he was an entrepreneur as well, so she handled the books and different things like that for him. But we always had arts and crafts time. We we traveled, we lived out in the desert. I didn't have neighbors and things like that. So what we did was we went in the desert and we scavenged for art supplies by just what God provided us and the washes which are called the Royos out there in New Mexico. And we made arts and crafts with everyday kind of items that you would find in nature. Um, Through growing up, through high school, you know, I was, I always was in art class and things like that. Um, But interesting enough, I really loved choir. So I loved to sing, um, even though I'm a horrible singer. Uh, (laughs) I still enjoyed it though. Um, But, you know, I was always crafty. And when I, when I worked at, I, I, I would come, 
on the summer vacations um, from New Mexico to Kansas City. My brother owned an adult daycare and I would come up here on summer vacations to work and I'd help out around. And one of the things that I liked to do was doing arts and crafts. Every summer the folks would be excited, oh, Michelle's coming, we're gonna be doing arts and crafts and things. And you know, when I, when I graduated high school, I went to Florida for a little while, then I moved up here to Kansas City. And uh, I was, I worked at the daycare for a while, um, being the just a CNA. I was going to school for mm -hmm. that. And then I ended up going to work for a bank, believe it or not. And I worked for the bank for about seven years, but it was always my job. You know, like it used to be back in the day, we used to have a big whiteboard that we mm -hmm. had at the entrance and we would write today's, you know, percentage rates on prime and mortgages and CDs mm -hmm. and things. And it was always my job to draw and make it look beautiful. It was just kind of a little talent I had was, um, designing and drawing what I had in my mind and realism is definitely not something I'm very strong in, but little cartoony looking things I can. But I was always into art. And when I left the daycare, you know, I uh, started working for the oil industry and I did very well on that. And oh, you have to excuse my dogs are running around the house. <laughs> hopefully the, door, the, hopefully like. the, the the mailman doesn't ring the doorbell or something. I thought my husband was keeping the dogs downstairs for me, but apparently they escaped. <laughs> well, <laughs> I worked for the bank for a while, then went to work for the oil industry, and then I got divorced. And um, when I went through the divorce, I was very depressed and, and overwhelmed with different emotions of failure. I felt like a failure as a wife and a mother. And um, well, my children were very small, so I didn't really have that much mothering experience. But whenever you're a new mom, you think, oh, my God, you know, there's so much pressure on you. And so I asked my brother, I was like, hey, Tony, like, can I come back to work for the daycare? And he's like, are you crazy, Michelle? You're doing so well. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing well financially, but spiritually, I don't feel like I'm in a good place. I need to be with my children. I'm, I don't want to take them to daycare. I want to be able to like, you know, whenever it's spring break or summer break, I want to be able to bring them here so they can experience what it's like to have grandmothers and grandfathers and things like that, because my parents didn't, don't live in this area. And um, he was like, well, whatever you want, Michelle, come on down. So I worked for the daycare. And um, we just had the greatest time and it was really soul revitalizing to me to be around my elders and be able to care for them and hear their stories and mm -hmm. all the crazy things that go along with it. And then, um, of course, arts and crafts just came naturally, you know, for Halloween, for Christmas, for different things like that. And then it just got boring to them, but I still loved it. So I had to reinvent the wheel and that's how mm -hmm. Unicorn Spit came to be, was reinventing the wheel for arts and crafts for um, disabled um, adults. So, so let's talk yeah, about Unicorn Spit. So let's okay. talk about <laughs> Unicorn Spit. Well, so Unicorn Spit, it's, well, as I said, I was working at the daycare. I needed to reinvent arts and crafts because they didn't want to do kid stuff. You know, they are, they're adults, they're mothers, mm -hmm. they're fathers, they're uncles, they're grandparents. And, you know, I just was like, okay, well, I've got to do something for these folks that's going to ignite the passion that I had in arts and crafts. And unfortunately, 
you know, doing macaroni art and things like that. It's just beneath mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, one day I was coming home from work or coming to work and I looked on the side of the road and I saw this little old piece of furniture, a little desk. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick that up. Cause why the heck not? You know, me and my parents, we always picked up anything we saw and fixed it. And I was like, I'm going to bring it in and see if this is of interest to them because they are older. They are adults. They can do this kind of stuff. And if they can't physically, they can tell me what to do and I'll keep them entertained. So, um, I brought it in and they are, they were just like, what the heck is this? What are you doing? I was like, well, I found this on the side of the road. Does anybody want to help me fix it? And believe it or not, all of them like just woke up. Even the ones that would normally just stand in the living room and just like stare at the walls or just were ticked off at life, but they had to go sit somewhere while their kids Mm -hmm. were at work. Like we were at daycare, you know, they were like, oh, well, I can help you with that. And the men, the women, everybody got involved and uh you know when it came time we peeled all the paint off of it they taught me all their secrets on stripping paint we all worked together in sanding it i uh came up with different devices and stuff so even if they had astrophy they could get on there and they could get the little sander going just to let them know that they were part of it and before you know it like it was bare it was bare wood and i was like well what color should we paint it and they're like oh no i was like what do you mean oh no they're like you don't paint real wood if this was made out of you know mdf or particle board paint Mm -hmm. away but this is real wood you got to stain it and i was like well i don't want brown and they're like well you're gonna have to figure something out so I did. Um, I started working in my kitchen and breaking down all types of different things that I knew had non-toxic um, mm-hmm. values to it, like beet juice, um, Kool-Aids. I mean, I, t- I t- broke down a whole bunch of different things over the course of, of a week. And then I came in with these jars and I was like, oh my gosh, I think I figured something out. And, you know, we, we actually, we stained the whole piece with it. And um it came time for the top and i was like austin or, or johnny boone austin liked to do the sanding that was his thing from his wheelchair because he could get to those low places mm-hmm. totally comfortably because he's in his chair you know <laughs> and uh but johnny boone he he had um a, a, a disease that took over his body and his arms are pretty much close to his body at all time like mm-hmm. this and uh i was like come on we'll figure this out and he would he, he started moving his arms like this to push it around. I put it under some plastic and he made this crazy design on the top and I pulled it out and I was like, Oh my gosh, everyone's like, Whoa, that looks crazy. And we sealed it. It's, I still have that piece till this day, but that pretty much launched it. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, if we, if we did this and it turned out so beautiful, the something I made in my spaghetti pot, what other colors could mm-hmm. I make? And so I ended up just making a whole bunch of colors and then um, we were going through it so fast that I just started making it thicker and more concentrated so I could just add water and I wouldn't have to worry about it drying out or drying out in the brushes. I could just mm-hmm. re-wet them and we could start for the day. And um, it turned into what we used all the time and arts and crafts became full-time um, furniture refinishing. And we I'd pick up all kinds of different little things and we'd make them all these elaborate colors and, and we'd give them to their grandchildren or, or their cousins that had birthdays coming up and we'd have like little toy chests and things like that. And we, it was, it was, it was very therapeutic for them because a lot of them were self-conscious about their failing bodies, mm-hmm. you know, their hands not working, you know, their legs not working, 
you know, they're, they're verbally unable to form words. However, we were taking something that was broken, decrepit, and just completely thrown to the trash. And we all worked together and, and we fixed it up and we turned it into this beautiful jewel. And it was a great reflection of themselves that they still had that in them and they can still make things beautiful, just like they're still beautiful, regardless of all their little flaws, their qualities are still within them. And it was a great way to unleash them. And you know, it was it was wonderful for many years. That's what we did. And then um, in 2013, we had some budget cuts happen with the federal government and they took away funding to adult daycare services um, for the um, lower income elderly and disabled. And so we closed up our daycare and that always makes you just so upset. But, you know, life life keeps going. And I carried that passion and that knowledge that they gave me. And um, I decided, you know, instead of going to go and go get a full-time job, maybe I could just start flipping furniture and see if actually people want to buy this kind of stuff. And to my amazement, you know, I did one piece that I pulled over on the side of the road and pulled it in and did one piece and it sold within an hour online. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I just kept going and going and going. And I realized that, you know, even though things that were painted white were all over the the internet and everybody wanted everybody everything was painted white i didn't fit the norm and apparently there are people out there who don't fit the norm mm -hmm. and they're just undervalued and they're not thought of and i make things vibrant and beautiful and awe-striking and you know like a piece of artwork on furniture and there's people out there who really like it because mm -hmm. it sounds like hotcakes. And so I did. I just stopped. I, I stopped looking for a job and just went to refinishing furniture full time. And then um, some people were like, how in tarnations are you getting this amazing look? And I was like, well, I make this stuff at home. And they're like, really, can I buy some of it? And I was like, I guess so. And I'd put it in little mason jars. And then it went viral on the internet when I posted some of my artwork in some of the furniture flipping groups then some people online were like well can we have some too and next you know i was i i, I traded in my my sander and my paintbrush for my bigger spaghetti a couple more spaghetti pots and a big whisk <laughs> and i was sending it all over and uh it just went it went bazonkers i mean everybody wanted this art medium that i just happened to make and i was it was just amazing. And luckily, you know, it, it went from turkey fryers or from sp spaghetti pot to turkey fryers in the garage to 55 gallon drums at a warehouse that I ended up renting. And then um, eclectic products showed up. They're the ones who make E6000 glue. They make shugu, fama wood glaze coat, fabric fuse, um, Bama wood wood filler. They're like, do you really make this stuff at home? And I was like, yeah. They're like, we need to talk. And well, they whipped me up like like a fairy godmother and godfather and just paved the way for me. And so I don't have to make unicorn spit anymore. Um, it's so wonderful. And all I do is, you know, my job is to um, to share my passion and how much I really believe that the art medium that I made was really just a gift to me, I believe, from from God that mm -hmm. um, he was like, you know what, Michelle, you do, you know, your big job, your big career away, 
for self-healing, to take care of the elderly and disabled. And I'm, I'm going to give you a little treat for that. And, and he did. He gave me a revolution art medium that had never been invented before and can take anybody, regardless of your mental or your physical abilities or disabilities, it taps into that little eye inside mm -hmm. of you, that little artist that's just jumping to get out. And it turns you into an artist and it just makes the most beautiful things happen. And so for our project today, that's what I'd like to share with you is um, Johnny Boone. He has his little mm -hmm. thing that he did with his arm. And I'm, I'm gonna do that project with you guys so you can see just how beautiful it is and how it could work for any member of your family. And no matter of age or anything, it's just so cool. But that's it, that's unicorn spitting. And, and you know, I still, till this day, come up with new colors because, well, I need them. <laughs> I love you that. Know, I need more colors. I'm sorry, but I know I came out with these 14 and then I came out with, you know, seven more of the sparkling line, but you know, I really like metallics. So I formulated and figured out how to do the same trick with another pony. So it's, it's so amazing. I love, love, love all the colors. Well, I am so ready to get crafting, but we need to take a quick commercial break and then we'll okay. be right with the craft. All right. Chats from the blog cabin. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Branding yourself begins with self-reflection. Taking stock of your strengths. Is there a particular talent that helps you shine? In this series, founder of Pierre Branding Group, Lydia Pierre, sits down with the executives and entrepreneurs to shed light on why it is important to brand yourself and get ahead. And we are back with Michelle, who wrote the the official Unicorn Spit user's handbook. And she also created Unicorn Spit, and she's going to share a project. So, Michelle, tell us what we're going to be doing. All right. Well, as I was saying earlier, um, you know, regardless of your physical or mental ability or disability, there's an artist in every single one of us, which represents the little eye in unicorn spits um the little i whenever we spell it out i don't know if you notice but the s is capital the p is capital mm -hmm. the t is capital but there's always that little i and that little i just re represents us and this hidden mm -hmm. little artist that's inside of us that makes us unique in a world full of like commercial um products that are out there so one of my very favorite it's called the stain press the stain press is basically all you need is some cellophane, or what do you call this stuff? What's the real name for this? I know it's plastic wrap, but is it cellophane? Mm-hmm, I think so. It is, right? Okay, so cellophane is the key ingredient other than unicorn's bits. All right, so we are going to do a little sunset. It's gonna be beautiful. Unicorn's bit comes in the concentrate, so you can see that water, like, kind of just makes it explode mm -hmm. right out. 
So you don't need very much. So a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's such a small bottle for the price. Well, yes, it is a very small bottle and it's because it comes in the concentrate. Um, the reason it comes in the concentrate is because I, honest to God, I'm just lazy. When I was making <laughs> unicorn spit, I was like, you know what? People were running out of it so fast. I wanted something that people wouldn't run out of so often because mm -hmm. as an artist myself, it's kind of a pain in the butt to constantly be running out of product. Mm -hmm. And so I made it concentrated. So a lot of stains and different paints like that that are on the market you've got to do multiple coats in order to get that wow factor what they advertise with unicorn spit you actually have to water it down to mm. uh, quite a bit in order to get what their basic one shot is so i love that i love that a whole lot that it does come in the concentrate because you you just never find yourself really running out of it and we're just gonna add just a couple little stripes of it here and there. Now this is called the stain, the sunset stain press. Okay. And how I discovered it was we were just doing little arts and crafts and uh, Johnny can't really move his arms very well, but he can definitely, you know, squish it around. And it actually increased his um, range of motion. And his physical therapist was in awe seeing how much more he can move. And it just goes to prove that where there's a will, there is always a way. And this definitely allows people to have the will because they can see it happening mm -hmm. right in front of their eyes. Their motion's not just pedaling a little bicycle uh, pedal in order to do it. It's mm -hmm. actually to make something that's a reflection of, of what they're maybe feeling for the day. And that's another thing that I love about Unicorn Spit is really it's it's about how you feel and you know you can use it on anything from like this plastic bottle <laughs> i this love just that a breeze bottle you can find this project in the book it's a febreze bottle that i decided just to do with some unicorn spit and i put a little transfer on it but here goes the funnest magic anywhere all right so we're going to take our plastic wrap we're going to put it over the top here we go pull this back a little I really like the new modern convenience with this little slider thing on there. We didn't have those very long ago. That's a whole new thing. That how tell me how old you are without telling me how old you are. This is so such a new cool invention, right? Yeah, so okay. cool. <laughs> so what do we do? We put the plastic on. You can see that it kind of like shrink wraps down. Mm -hmm. You're going to spray the top with water, which is going to help you move it around nicely. And this is where it just starts getting therapeutic for you. You get to move it underneath. And this is where you can also, you know, do this with um, children. Um, I actually had somebody take this, put it inside a Ziploc baggie with some color and put some peanut butter on the outside and tack it to the floor and allowed their dog to lick the oh peanut butter God. off the plastic to do this beautiful piece of artwork and, and it, it just commemorated your your little your little baby because not all not everybody's got a, a human they consider their yeah. baby some people have dogs that. and cats and things so you know it is non-toxic and no voc of course it's not intended to be used on your skin or to be eaten. So you gotta be make sure that you just don't do that because mm -hmm. it is jasmine scented. I don't know if you knew that or not. So not the flavor that. would, it would be terrible. Jasmine does not taste good. Take it from me, <laughs> I've accidentally 
cleaned my brush in my, my coffee. I thought it was my coffee brush. You know, hey, have your, your, mm -hmm. we have our one cup for our brushes and one cup that's for our coffee. Well, I accidentally put it in my coffee and took a sip and I went, oh my gosh, that's Jasmine. <laughs> I thought that was a funny little story. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and just squeeze it out. And what I really love now, you can take it and squeeze it all the way to the sides and press it down and over so it wraps your canvas. Now this is just a really cheap piece of plywood, okay? And this is the funnest part. I'm gonna hold it up so you can see this. Whoa, pull it off here. All right, are you ready? We're gonna do this nice and close. Make sure I get you in. There we go, ready? So you just grab your plastic, get it started, and you just pull it off. And you have this beautiful abstract sunset. That, that is so beautiful. Like you, you painted it for hours, right? It's absolutely amazing. And what did that take us, like three or five minutes of yeah. mostly just talking? So anybody can do it. And you saw there was no real rhyme or reason how I was putting it on there. I just knew that I wanted to put like the redder shades up at the top and the mm -hmm. bluer shades down at the bottom. And I drizzled whitening here and there. And the way that it just kind of like moves around with it is so neat. Then you can always take this part and stamp it on a piece of paper to make a little thank you card or something like that. Because it does work as a watercolor as well. So nice. It, it dries so stinking fast as well. And, it, you know, I generally just let mine sit overnight um, because I have ADHD and so does my son. So it's like we get distracted and we run off to mm -hmm. something else anyway. But you can take a blow dryer and warm it up. Um, if it gets on your counter, like you see here, even if you have to leave in the middle of it and it dries on your surface, all you do is water, just water. It rehydrates it and we'll just take it straight away. Speaking of being just a mom, my oldest 16 year old is here. Oh no, it's my 14 year old. They're all getting the time. Honey, I'm doing an interview on TV. So go hang out in your room. Did you cut your hair? I like it. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Kids are coming home from school now. Hi. All right. So if you let it dry on her, um or you don't like it and say you're like oh i want to do this again you can run it under water and it'll come off but it'll leave a residual color in the mm -hmm. background this is absolutely stained into the ground and it, it this can be a piece of art by itself i think that is just so beautiful i loved how this turned out so i wanted to show you but once it's dry it kind of turns chalky that you can see mm -hmm. here and that's whenever you can do something that's like a silhouette or something in that fashion which i can do for you really quick this is okay. just a i did this project in the um book uh it is pretty quick to go i just need to grab a little plate real quick one thing i forgot to all of this is my my palette but it's nice because being non-toxic no mm -hmm. voc and not permanent you can use it on everyday items without a problem but you are going to want to make sure that you always water it down because it is very strong and it's very concentrated um if you use it just straight you're going to be you're going to you're going to be like oh this stuff's going so fast but if you just water it down that's what it needs i do probably about um three to five parts water so i'm going to come through here and i'm just going to get my stain going and I'm just going to give myself a nice little silhouette. 
of the ground here. I wanted to do something that was a little bit Christmassy. And this was here is one of my favorite brushes. I really like it a lot because it is a very big, strong, heavy handle. So it's great for people of all types of um, abilities, including children, to be able to get um, their hands on it. No mm -hmm. matter which way you have to hold a brush, this will help you. It also helps lessen your, your um, if you do have arthritis or anything like that, having a larger thing to grip yeah. allows you to have more comfort in your hands. I'm always thinking of people who have, um, you know, um, dexterity impairments because I, I witnessed it so much in the mm -hmm. daycare ever since I was a small child. I'm gonna get a little bit more here. And we're gonna be doing a little Christmassy kind of thing because it is Christmas coming. So let me pick out one of my brushes here, get, get my water. And we're gonna just do a couple of little lines going straight down, cup here and maybe one over here. And those are just some little straight lines. Let's see if I can't angle my, my phone down for you so you can see this just a little bit better as I work. How's that sound? That sounds, that looks good. good. Yeah. All right. That way you can see it right along with me. So these are my tree bases, believe it or not. And it's really easy. Just take your brush and just fill down inside of yourself and find that little inner Bob Ross <laughs> and just tap your brush. Just tap it, tap it right in place, and you'll get these pretty little, no, it really just doesn't take any effort at all. As long as you follow a little triangular shape, you can you can get this pretty little Christmas tree look. That'd be perfect for like grandkids to give to their grandma. Of course, you could always take out your Cricut if you're into doing vinyl, and you can do um, all types of different little um designs on the top that maybe say merry christmas you can also use like a stamp if you're into doing the stamps you know the rubber stamps and you can just wet your um palette with some unicorn spit as well and you can actually refill stamp pads with wet unicorn spit and very easily you can make little stamps that go right on it and it sucks just right in so that's a very simple little way to do a little Christmas theme for Christmas, for sure. Mm -hmm. But I mean, no matter where you are, no matter what kind of environment you're in, there's always a beautiful silhouette that can make you feel at home, like myself and my oh, family. So I love that. there's one for Arizona. You, there's always some type of monument or some type of plant that can really bring some personalization in, especially if you're like doing a paint party or something like that. It, it's such a simple, easy way to like make something really beautiful that's really simple. And it just makes an artist out of anyone with just some very basic elementary you know go get you know yeah. but that's our little project for the day i love doing these little sun sunsets and if you look in the book you can see that there is a i did an actual whole table where is it i thought i had bookmarked it well i did i showed everybody how to do the cactuses very easily mm -hmm. in the book and then Oh, here's my sunset table. I did a whole table. Gorgeous. And so it lays out my favorite way of doing the design 
to lay it out and make it simple. But, you know, you can get very fancy with it. You can make it as big or as little as you want. You can always, you know, use some of the old school things like the projectors to get your artwork mm -hmm. bigger. But the book's just filled with um, all types of different projects that you can do, including um, leather. It works on leather. It works on glass. It works on fabric, furniture, of course. And you can even attend epoxy. And one of my favorite projects ever is this wedding dress. I picked it up at a thrift store. And I was like, oh, it would make the most beautiful fairy dress. And I dyed the dress with unicorn spit. And it was such a hit. I just love that thing so much. But <laughs> there is just a multitude of things that you can do. You can make little tiaras. You can color the rhinestones on a tiara. It's pretty much limitless. And it's nice because if you're an adventurous artist, mm -hmm or you don't know what kind of art you want to do, or you just want to do it all like me, all you need is a unicorn spit and some clear catalyst. And you basically have a whole art medium aisle at your fingertips because it, it really can, can shape shift into anything you need. Put a little bit of rubbing alcohol in it. You have alcohol inks, um, add a little clear coat to it. You have, um, the basic on the shelves wood stain uh you know fabric color it up you know wow i <laughs> love that it's amazing yeah i love it too let me tell you what <laughs> <laughs> you can tell the passion is coming I do. across but i have to ask the name unicorn spit <laughs> where did you come up with the name you know, it's the funniest story. Um, you know, I kind of feel my husband gets kind of well. He's my husband now. At the time, he was he was my 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 boyfriend, but he's always like, "Oh man, I wish that wasn't how it happened." He used to chew chewing tobacco when we first got together. Unfortunately, he no longer has that habit. Um, but me and my son, we were in the garage and we were fin refinishing a piece of furniture, and we had just gotten it all sanded down, and. Um, it, I don't know what happened or what, but you know, he, he, my husband had his chew bottle. He had just got out of the car and he brought it in and was going to put it in the trash, but he just sat it down and I'm clumsy as Johnny is. And he knocked it over and I went, Oh no. And I sprayed it everywhere. It went all over that piece of furniture. And I was like, Oh, and I was and Johnny's like, I was like, Oh my God, it's going to be okay. And we wiped. I started wiping it up and I was like, oh my gosh, look how pretty that color is. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? If you can't beat them, join them, Johnny. I was like, this is a good time that we're gonna do this. I was like, go get the other one. We're gonna wipe this whole thing down with it. So it's all one color. And you wanted to know it turned out beautiful. And as we were rubbing tobacco spit all over that piece of furniture, my son Johnny goes, you know what, mama? If unicorns could were real and they'd spit it would be a rainbow i go well yeah that's a pretty interesting thought isn't it and he goes yeah i go you know that that color you make mama you should call it unicorn spit since we're using dawn spit to stain it and i was like you know what i will and you know when i started making it i'd call it unicorn spit just being laughy laughy and giggly and stuff like that and it just kind of stuck. And I never imagined in a million years it'd be on the shelves at Michael's, you know. <laughs> but here's unicorn spit at your local art craft supply. <laughs> it's just, 
I don't regret it one bit. And my my son, you know, he's 16 now, and and he's like, you know, I I named it mom. Oh my gosh, he did. He yes, he did. <laughs> now, what does it feel like to walk in to like you said Michaels and other stores like that and actually see it on the shelves? Oh, it's you know, it's 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 it just makes me I welp up in tears um, because you know uh, whenever. I gave up my um, my my career for myself. It was a very selfish reason. I did it because I wanted to heal something inside myself, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it, it really was a financial struggle for me as a single mom with my two boys. Um, I had to sell our home that my my children home, and we had to move into a, 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 an apartment duplex for a minute, and then you know. Uh, right as things started turning everything was going good the daycare closed down and i i had just bought like a little fixer-upper kind of house and and i was i was really feeling like i was going to lose it all again and you know i sold everything i owned down to my silverware um the only thing i kept with it was the kids stuff i sold all my bedding i sold all my furniture um i sold everything i possibly could to uh to start this business and buy my first thing of mason jar so i could send mm-hmm. it online and i luckily my husband well my boyfriend at the time he was like you know what michelle you ain't got nothing to lose and everything to gain just mm-hmm. go for it and i'm not gonna let you lose your house if you need to borrow money to make a house payment just let me know i'll be there for you well i guess that was better than a wedding ring because i married that man but <laughs> <laughs> four years later but you know it, it, to see it that my sacrifices and my 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 belief and my passion of how i saw it help people like johnny like austin like Teresa, and myself including you know my son who's who has adhd and my friend's son who has autism to see all of their reaction no matter how old they are whether it was a physical disability perfectly able a mental disability their age their youth nothing Mm -hmm. mattered it made them an artist and i knew I knew it was a gift and I needed to bring it to the world. And, and I just pushed through it and cried myself to sleep many nights, not knowing if I was going to afford dinner the next day. But when I walked into um, my first retailer and saw it on the shelves and I was just, I mean, I, I was just like, I can't believe this is real. Yeah, this is real. I knew it was real when I saw that and it just overcomes me with the power that um that's inside of all of us it's mm-hmm. in every single one of us if we can tap into that little eye and find the true passion for it and the reason for it and you bring it up and you say look mm-hmm. and you you carry it everywhere you go it'll it'll get noticed because all of us have something special and beautiful like that and i'm just really blessed that um that i had the strength to hold my hand up as long as i did to get it noticed and it's a true blessing from God, I swear. <laughs> it has to be because I never did real well in school. And for me to invent something like this is just beyond me. <laughs> yeah, you moved That's in your easy. kitchen too, using products yeah. that you used at home, not like you really like technical stuff. No, no. I just, you know, I just started thinking, just started thinking, what can do this? What can give this? What can make this happen? You know? Um, you know, Johnny or Mr. 
Mr. Roberts was always so cranky. And one day when I was making a pot, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get him not to be so cranky? He's like becoming combative with his um, uh, Alzheimer's and he starts getting combative. And so I was like, I put. I started getting into aromatherapy stuff, and so I was like, well, "I'm gonna put some of this in there." <laughs> I wanted you know, and I put that board down in front of him. And was like, "Here, Mister Roberts," and he was just rubbing it around. And he goes, "You know, this makes me think of my mother." And I was like, "It makes you think of your mother." He goes, "Yeah, she had a she had a plant that smelled like this," and I was like, "Oh my god." And for the rest of the day, he was in a good mood. And I was like, oh my gosh, I tapped into like a cognitive memory mm-hmm. with arts and the smell and everything. And Mr. Allen, nice now. <laughs> like, what is that? But yeah, it, it, it's amazing what you can do at home with just what you have. Now, some things, it has been improved from my mm-hmm. original concept. Um, Eclectic Products did a fabulous job. They said, I can't believe you made this. This is just absolutely genius. However, did you know you could use this instead and get this color that you like, but way more vibrant without having to use as much of this as you did because this stuff's better and it's non-toxic too. And I said, well, that's the greatest news ever. And they had, they took my idea and they like put it on steroids. They like made it bigger and better than I ever could have imagined. And Man, it's so vibrant. Look how strong this is. Uh It's like, I just, I can't get over it. But what's wonderful is that um, the vibrancy is consistent too without having to make it myself. Because when I was making it myself in my little pots, sometimes the color would be a little bit different than the other time, you know? So having them give me a consistent, more powerful, 100% non-toxic is just, and, and have it certified. You know what I mean? It just gives me such, I don't know, pride that this yeah. company fixed me up and made everything I knew could be there and, and confirmed everything that I believed in. <laughs> so let's talk really about nice. the non-toxic part. How important okay. was it for you to well, have products that were non-toxic? It's super important. I always take into consideration I, my mother and me when we were working. Um, you know, we had a very confined space. Our art room was our kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And so there were many times that, oh, I'm sorry, Michelle, it's cold outside. We can't do arts and crafts today. Oh, I'm sorry, Michelle, it's too hot outside. We can't do arts and crafts mm-hmm. today. We couldn't have the windows open we could, with the fan to suck out any of the toxic scents mm-hmm. that come with the majority of the um with the art products that are out there or you know michelle you can't do that because i can't let it get on your hands or you can't get it stuck in your hair if it gets in your hair we're gonna have to cut it out of your hair because mm-hmm. it dries with hard with plastics and so it was really important to me because at the daycare we we were confined our tables that we had laid out we served dinner on or lunch on and breakfast on those were the same tables that we did our projects on and so i needed something that it just wouldn't matter if if we got it on our hands or got it in our hair by accident i could easily take some water and just wash it away even after it's dry you know like your paintbrushes for instance if they they dry with it 
mm-hmm. and you've got to go, oh gosh, I got to go get the kids from school right in the middle of a project. You leave, you come back and their heart is a rock or a month later or whatever, their heart is a rock. You spray it with a little water. It reconstitutes what's in it and you can start painting again. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, so having, and also no plastics is a big deal for me. There's no acrylics in it. Um, there's no polymers in it. There's no latex in it. And that's because um, I, those are the hardening things that make things stuck in the carpet. Or, you know, you have to shave it off with a razor blade or cut it out of your clothing because um, it's hard. But also those plastics, I don't have like a safe place that's like disposable water that goes to a disposable place where what I rinse out isn't going to end up in our water supply. I, I like to wash my brushes in my kitchen sink. Yeah. And so having no plastics in unicorn spit also makes it so that you can safely wash it right down the kitchen sink and there won't be any microplastics that end up in our water system that eventually return back to our bodies or make it to our streamways to our fish and our aquatic life so it helps out in that too so wow. non-toxic is so important in so many levels because i mean you can go outside and get it in your grass and it, it won't affect them at all you know i absolutely love that now our time is almost up is there one last little nugget that you want to share with people before we talk about where people can find you at well a little nugget my biggest nugget that I think that everybody, and I think I've already said it, is just, you know, believe in yourself. Try. Mm-hmm. You can do anything you want as long as you try. And it's not always going to turn out exactly like somebody else because you're not somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to look at your ability and find it as your individuality and accept it and praise it and make art because it's the greatest way to express yourself and a wonderful, wonderful gift. Oh, I absolutely love that. Now tell people where <laughs> they can find you at. Well, you can find me on Facebook. I love Facebook. I am Facebook crazy. So you can find me at um, Michelle Nicole studio if you put that in, but um, my product line is called artistic vibrations. That's my um, demo colors where I'm experimenting with the metallics right now. So if you look up Michelle Nicole's artistic vibations, which is a word I totally made up, uh, you can find me there where I vlog and you can follow along with me while I remodel my house, like my kitchen cabinets. I've done them with Unicorn Spit. Um, you can also find me on YouTube at Unicorn Spit. Uh, Instagram, Unicorn Spit. Facebook, Unicorn Spit. Everywhere, I'm just Unicorn Spit. I even have tried to start TikTok, but... If you wanted to see me in action and not just the brand and all the crazy ideas that I had before I make them commercial use for Unicorn Spit, you can find me at Artistic Vibations. And that's the link that you'll see there. My online store for you to be able to get my brushes that I love and my top coats like Bamo with Blaze Coat, which is my favorite epoxy in the world. And of course, Unicorn Spit, as well as my prototype colors that I haven't released yet to commercial use. You can find that at michellenicoles.com. And we got a link up there for that. And it's really neat. My big brother, Tony, he actually handles all the shipping for me and also makes my idea colors for me all the way in Arizona. So it's definitely a family business. Keeps going <laughs> I forever. That. I love mm-hmm. that. Now I have to ask. 
How long did it take you to do your kitchen cabinets? Because I had been looking at them and staring at them, and they're so gorgeous. <laughs> How much of the unicorn spit did you use to make those? You, you know, as I said, it is super duper concentrated. So the, I think I had, this is how many drawer pulls I need. I needed to have 22 drawer pulls. So I have at least 22 door faces that I need pulls on. I've got um, 22 um, drawers as well. Um, they were maple and I used a total of, I think I used, well, I can't say that it was all used here because I also did my accent walls in my house with the same color because there was so much left over. But I used four bottles of Blue Thunder. I used um, one bottle of Midnight Blackness, and then I added one bottle of my prototype color Hephaestus and one bottle of my prototype color um, Athena. Mixed it all together because I wanted it to be shimmery mm -hmm. navy blue. Mixed it all together and added about five parts water and just went to town. And I had enough to do all my kitchen cabinets inside and out, as well as three accent walls in the house. Wow. And also my kitchen island. And I'm getting ready to do my kitchen banister next. <laughs> or not my banister, not my kitchen, my staircase banister. But it just really goes a really, really, really long way. And it's wonderful because you just never run out. And if you do run out, you might be just using it a little bit too strong. <laughs> now, after you paint it, is there any kind of protective coat that you have to put on it, especially with the cabinet wise? Oh, absolutely. So unicorn spit isn't permanent until it's sealed with an oil-based top coat. You can use wax, you can use polyurethane, you can use urethane, um, you can use epoxy. There's so many different vices that you can use as long as it's oil-based. If it's water-based, it'll reconstitute it and kind of smear it around. You can also you can mix it into water-based and get it to lock down, but oil-based is the way to go. For my kitchen cabinets, I worked with um, Sherwin-Williams, and what they use is a catalyzed lacquer um, that is sprayed, and it's, it's very strong. It's what they use in, in new house buildings and um, remodels and things. Professional use, clear coat. It's not on the shelves. You have to ask for it. It's behind the counter. And um, I actually had my friend Kale, who is a professional painter, he's been painting all the interior of the home for me, come out and, and spray them after it was done. Um, so all in all, I got the entire kitchen stained in one day. The I tweaked it a couple of times and decided mm -hmm. didn't like it. I actually sanded the whole thing off and started again and stated the second time. Oh my but gosh. it was, I know I'm, I'm so indecisive, but I have to figure out all of these things, like the do's and don'ts so that I can tell everybody the best way that they can do it without any failure. So um, he sealed it. It's got two coats right now. And you know, I'm, I'm so silly. I, really feel like I want to do another coat on them because I am a messy person and I cook spaghetti a lot. Hence the reason I invented this stuff in a spaghetti pot. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I even did, if you see my floors, my floors are done with unicorn spit too. No way. Yeah. I had the guy sand them down all the way. I stained them with a light gray and buffed them and, and had them come in here and seal them. But unicorn spit can work on everything from canvas um, for canvas art, woodworking. So it's not just for flipping furniture or, or you know, 
making alcohol links to dazzle up a crystal chandelier. I mean, you can use it on everything from like commercial grade, professional grade to just the hobbyist arts and crafter to, you know, let's make a little watercolor card for grandma with the kids with the handprint. It works for everything. It's amazing. Right. I'd love to give you a tour of the house, but it's still coming, coming along. I have no staircase right now. Well, maybe that's part of it. maybe that's a return trip, a return trip to the blog cabin is when you're done with your house. You come oh back my gosh, wouldn't that be so neat? <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> well, Michelle's book is again called the Official Unicorn Spit User Handbook. Yeah, and like I, I said, it's vibrant pictures and it's as vibrant as what she's just shown. I mean, it is amazing. Yeah. And yeah, I have go ahead. I cannot wait to start a project with this. Oh my gosh. You'll have to definitely share it with us. Now we have a group on Facebook called the Unicorn Spit Q&A group. I didn't give you a link to it, but just put in Unicorn Spit Q&A and it'll pull it right up. We have 60,000 members who share what they're doing, what they're working on, and exactly how they did it so that nobody, nobody is stingy with the information. We all want to see each other succeed. But I'd love to see you post your projects there. Oh, wow. That's just amazing that you have 60,000 in the Facebook group. That is just amazing. <laughs> Pretty neat. <laughs> um, Michelle, I want to thank you for coming on and for sharing the beautiful artwork that you did in a matter of, what, five, ten minutes? It was done. Yeah, it was. It was pretty quick, wasn't it? Well, it thank was. you. I think it's pretty artwork. And I hope you tried this one. It'd make a great little present for anybody. Like if you got the neighbor next door surprise you with a bottle of Bailey's, well, you can make her a little sunset board for a thank you. <laughs> and I'm thinking I, we had a lot of leftover little scrap pieces of wood that I didn't want to throw away when we redid yeah. the blog cabin. Um, so hmm, I'm thinking that might be something to do that. It on. would. It would. Cut a little piece into a circle and then write the date on it and make it a Make it an ornament to commemorate finishing the log cabin. I was That's just beautiful. thinking about an ornament and you said it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe because my earrings are wooden ornaments done with unicorn spit. <laughs> oh, I left my ear from on. There it is. All right. Well, I really appreciate you having me on your show today. I hope that uh, someone who hears this gets inspired to do some art because that's what my passion is to inspire the world and even if i just touch one person to get them to make something else mm -hmm. i'll feel a success so thank you for giving me the opportunity to have that well thank you for coming on and guys i will put in the show notes where you can find all michelle's information as well as where you can grab the book where you can find unicorn spit you said it was at michael's but is it at hobby lobby and other places too Joanne's Fabric, Michael's. I mean, it's all over Amazon. Of course, you can find it at my store too, michellemccoles.com. But I definitely encourage going to go get it off the shelves at your local retailers because we want to keep it in the retailers. And, you know, a lot of times what's really nice about the retailers is that they have special coupons like Joanne's mm -hmm. and Michael's. They're a little 40% off. Mm -hmm. When they have that sale, go get as much as you can. <laughs> it is a great price. It is. And we really want to support our companies that believe in little moms like me who came up with a great idea. I love that. Little moms like you, that her, her idea has exploded into something that we never would have thought about. <laughs> I never would have imagined. 
So it's quite honorable to have a big company like that stock me in their shelves. You know, that's that's a pretty big compliment to to women around the whole world. absolutely so guys like i said i will put everywhere in the show notes where you can find michelle where you can find unicorn spit where you can find the book if you want to just looking for a project to do really quick and easy project that she did with us today and i love that you can also get the kids involved and the dog i cannot wait to do that because we have one dog (laughs) that likes to do a lot of stuff we have one that's just a couch potato and another one that likes to do a lot of stuff so i have a feeling Gigi is going to be doing some of that pretty soon (laughs) I can't wait to see. So, Michelle, thanks again. And as always, guys, be blessed and remember, keep chatting. See you on the next chat. Goodbye. Chats from the blog cabin. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode.